Wish I knew about money podcast. I'm your host, Camille Smith, and I have a special guest again. Why, Mr. First repeat. <laughs> you are the first repeat, actually. Why? Hold on, you know, I always have to have the sound and all that good stuff, and I got it. Oh. There we go. There we go. Thank you for coming back on, sir. We have glad to be here. Glad to be here. We have a lot of things in store. Um, before uh, we begin, I want to make a big, big announcement. We have reached a thousand views. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Like um, I'm ecstatic <laughs> I just to know that like you know people are actually watching and and learning I'm always getting messages Andre's always getting messages and all, all that good stuff so I'm really excited for this journey also we have 1800 listens Jeez. <laughs> on the podcast so for all the listeners and all the viewers Y'all are the real MVPs. So it's only right that we do a giveaway. Whoa! <laughs> and what do because, I get? What do I get? What do you get? <laughs> you you get a chance to be on here. See? Look at your prize already. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take um, it. I'll take it. Exactly. Also, this is the 50th episode, by the way. Technically, it should be the 52 episode, but we took some time off. So it's been actually a year since we've been doing this. So, geez, that's, that's awesome. Most people I, are like seven episodes and then they run away. Right? <laughs> not I, not I. I had to make sure I uh, kept giving heat. So I think it's only fair to do a giveaway to subscribers that are on YouTube. Um, so like whoever to Andre's villa, <laughs> exactly. He still he, if you guys um, are able to give him them type of messages, you'll still get that discount guaranteed. Um, I have bags <laughs> to give away. Um, Andre also said he will give away a flip and floss uh, card. So that's another one. Um, oh, I should have showed it. Actually, I have it. Give me a second. Give me a second. I will show it what it looks like. So, everyone like that's online, so anyone that is watching, 
This is the lovely, oh gosh, the glare. Flip the card set. Me. Flip me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a card set, everybody. It says flip me just for those that aren't seeing the, the picture. The card set that says flip me. Oh, Ben. Yes. So that's a giveaway. I have bags. Um, also, a free hour consultation with Camille. I will describe the details of the giveaway um, tomorrow. Uh, so give it a chance for everyone that's listening to the podcast as well to, to get in. So you, first of all, you have to subscribe. And then you had to like this this episode. <laughs> and also, today was a crazy day, Kurt. How do how, how are you sure? How, how do they know they're gonna get it? You're just gonna it's a random pick after that. Yeah, I there's a way that you can um, what is it? The I always see people on IG doing these raffles and all that good stuff. So I'm gonna just use like something like that and make it nice and easy. I want to keep it easy. <laughs> Ooh. nothing hard you know me I don't I don't want to struggle <laughs> I don't want to struggle and also I wanted to give a shout out to black owned Toronto uh downtown at Eaton Center I was actually there for their grand opening <laughs> there are a lot of black owned um things that is amazing I got some earrings from Rooted by Royalty. Um, nice. I also got a stainless steel straw from Santos and Cruz. Um, I actually met them in the line um, at the time, so I wanted to support them. Um, I got a bottle opener. So whoever's watching this, you can see what's happening. So you just have to join. <laughs> join in on the fun. Um, I got a coloring book an adult's coloring book from Sophia. I also met her on at the, um, at the event. So definitely we'll be introducing these people on the podcast soon. And what else? I got a head tie because I got to keep my hair nice and silky. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of shopping. You must have been good in the markets this week. Uh, I'm glad you talked about that. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. The the reason why Kurt is here is because he is the guru <laughs> of the stock market. Um, I have to first give you your flowers again because you introduced me to options and futures. Oh, 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 oh. This week wasn't that great, but last week and just me continuing to learn and stuff i i appreciate you <laughs> a whole lot because you just helped me get more money in my pockets <laughs> that's all about exactly you for a loan soon uh, <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll see so where do we start i'm only joking but i'm sure there's some listeners that are thinking that i should hit you up for a loan pretty soon <laughs> Hey, I, I make sure I accommodate to to what Kurt does because he's he's my mentor. He always gives me the knowledge and all that stuff. And I thought to myself, why not? You guys will be able to get a little sample of the knowledge 
that uh, Kurt provides to a lot of folks and things. And if you guys don't remember uh, Kurt, Kurt, would you please tell them a little bit about yourself? Just in case, you know, sometimes people forget. You a know? little bit. Uh, <laughs> what did we talk about last time? Well, I'm an, I'm an investor. I've been mm-hmm. in the financial industry for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, particularly on the institutional side. So normally I don't deal with um, individual investors in the space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I, I picked up investing on my own. And so in, in the process of working in the investment industry, I ended up just learning how to invest my own money, my own funds. And so between that and learning my own personal finances, I had to figure out how to get debt free and then how to build a nest egg for myself just in case I don't work anymore, either by choice or by force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how's that been so far? How has that been? It's been good. Yes. I've enjoyed the journey of investing. Yeah. And work has been another, um, work has been challenging. Mm-hmm. And so, but there's a lot of opportunities on the horizon. And so we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. And then what? Ooh, we also have Financial Literacy Month coming up next month in November. And That's right. What What do you have in store, sir? <laughs> I know what I have. Well, we we are actually uh, once again doing a great webinar to Centennial. So uh, big up the team and all. We, we, I think we call it the money team. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think that's, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, we got two presentations with Centennial coming up, educating students about finances. And then, but more importantly, the goal is that when November starts, when November finishes, I'll have more money than when I started. And that, that would be true. a good financial literacy month. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I hope for that as well. Actually, that's what I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting fun, money, and and just more growth and all that good stuff. And then also teaching our, our you know, people, the Centennial College students, and also just, just our community, because that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. So we're... Oh, so how do we start this? Like, <sighs> oh, what's the name of this episode? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Wait, what do we hear? My... What was the name of this episode? <laughs> My money in the market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep listening to songs whenever I think of these titles. <laughs> Sometimes I forget them, but no, I I wanna basically I want folks to learn more about the stock market because the last what couple weeks it's been crazy like I actually wanted to talk to you about it um end of September when it was madness September 27th I will I remember it like it was yesterday what happened on September 27th September 27th was a mercury retrograde and the stock market went like so (laughs) it was tanking i was in a a play and i was like oh oh and it hurts and i i was you always told me that i have to have um a trading plan and sometimes i'm human (laughs) 
and I don't listen. But after that time, I was like, okay, I need these trading plans to come into play because it's my heart can't take so much red. <laughs> okay. Yeah, plans are important. But well, yes. you recovered. I did. So I, I just knew, like, at the end of the day, um, in September, historically, the market goes down. So that's, like, the best time to actually buy. This thing I did is I bought a little too early. <laughs> a little too early. <laughs> but it's okay. It recovered, and I'm just... <laughs> It's all a part of the process. I can say that my biggest wins have always come after my biggest losses. Mm, true. So it's it's something that you you learn from. Yeah. And then once you once you learn from it, you tend to be able to apply it going forward, and and that's what makes a big difference. Exactly. But I thought I thought like this episode would be great to show and explain like certain ways of of the stock market because a lot of times people say i just don't know how to start what do i do and i'm i just feel like it's time to like execute on what you learn because what you're saying is everybody got to get their pen and papers up because we're going to give them the the basics like if you haven't touched an account before you got pen and paper in front of your computer now is the time to, to pull everything out and get ready to get started. Exactly. And so let's let's start with like the very basic. Um, whether it's opening an account or choosing a brokerage, which one do you think we should start with? Well, you got to choose the brokerage before you open the account. So why don't we talk about talk about the different brokerages that, that people typically user have gotten into <laughs> do you want to start with yours first there's there are some that that well i i use the i use different accounts i've used quite a few of them actually oh really but i've used quite a few accounts yeah i've moved around a bit i was um those those firms ain't loyal so neither am i I have to keep moving my money wherever it, wherever it works. But if you think about, like right now, some of the newer ones I probably haven't used, like, you know, Wealth Simple, I have not used before. <laughs> and that's because it's before my time. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a, you know, an account for beginners, free trades, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have a lot of the things that I need to be able to transact. And there's, there's not, you know, but for, for a beginner, you mm-hmm. got less than $1,000. You're investing in only Canadian stock. Yeah. Uh, you're getting free commissions. It's a, it's a very good way to get started when you're, when you're starting out with less than $1,000. Unless you want to delay for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking. I'm... a trade <laughs> with a price from 15 minutes ago. Just sounds strange. It's... Right. it's... That that's cringeworthy. But that's the like, that's honestly. the downside. That's the downside. But the upside is, is that you don't pay commission when you don't have a thousand dollars to your name. It's a good start. That is true. That is true. It's, because... it's better than not starting. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of folks have like 
they just don't know where to go. So let's let's I'll name a few. So there's Well Simple, and I'm I'm pretty sure like most people, especially most beginners, start with Well Simple. Like every time I have a discussion with someone, they're like, Yeah, Well Simple. I was like, mm, cool. Especially if you have Canadian stocks, that's fine. However, if you have American stocks, it actually there's a a certain type of fee with the American stocks. So you want to be careful with that, at least with um, the account that I use, which is Questrade, you can actually um, have a Canadian account and a US account. So you, it, it, it works both ways. And I think, um, Kurt, what about with uh, TD? Is that the same with TD? You're muted. <laughs> TD, there's a few things to take into account when mm -hmm. you start thinking about choosing a brokerage. Um, one is commission. And so we talked about Wealth Simple being the free, free 99. <laughs> free being the, the free the free game in town. Yes. And then you got that's only if you're dealing with Canadian stocks. If you're dealing on the US side, then there is a significant um, forex chart that you get charged by her. Yikes. And so you got to be aware of Forex when you're, if you're doing things cross border, but that's, you know, those things you can get around. The mm -hmm. other thing is minimums. Yes, minimum right? deposits. Does so the minimum deposits, right? So when they say, yeah, you get, you know, $5 trades, but you have to have $15,000 in the account or you're paying a higher fee, then you got to be careful for that stuff. So be, pay any, or they'll charge you, inactivity fees so you'll have to pay you'll pay a quarterly or monthly fee because you don't have the monthly minimum in in assets in the account so you got to so, be careful of those things quest trade used to have that and at first i was annoyed but then i thought to myself mm, that just means i actually have to fund the account because i was i was just doing like lump sums and not really thinking about it. But then that's when I actually started um, contributing to it more. So it actually helped me in a sense, because I was like, I don't want to pay $25. <laughs> For Yes, it's a significant charge when you have a small account. Like when like when you're under 1,000 or you're at 1,000, they're charging you $25, $25 a month or a quarter. It adds up and it takes away from your profit. And, and so it, you got to be mindful of that stuff. The minimums, the minimum charges, if there are whether you're getting pricing included. And so yeah. some accounts will charge you for access to pricing and access to different things. And there's pros and cons to each one. But I think on the entry level, you're looking at making sure that you have accounts that have reasonable minimums. That typically is an online brokerage outside of the bank. Um, or within the banks, I think you can do a TFSA account if you're in Canada. And I think they have, that's equivalent to the Roth IRA in the US or something like that, where yes, yes, yes. you can contribute to your account and there's no um, there's no fees associated with it because there's caps on how much you can put in the account. Mm. But the commissions mm. at the banks, yeah, they're still a little bit higher. I think for me, it's easier to swallow because I started at $30 a trade <laughs> for commission. Oh so my right gosh. now, <laughs> in this day and age, all commissions look cheap to me. 
whether it's ten dollars or five dollars or one dollar they all look cheap from where i started because you had to make money at higher rates oh you don't want to imagine those fees i would have been crying (laughs) when you have fifty dollars to buy a stock and they're taking away thirty dollars for commission oh you don't want to you don't want to experience that jeez but that's the thing about today there's no excuses around not starting right Mm -hmm. if you can start with $50 and $30 commission, then you can start with $50 and no commission. So, so you're already ahead of the game. There's no fees on the transaction for some. So there's literally no excuses. If you can buy, you know, five lattes, that's $50. Then you just take the same $50 and, and buy some stocks. Actually, that was one of my rules when I first started. I said, if I have enough money to have fun, yeah. I got to have the same amount of money to invest. That's and that good. was kind of one of the things that I did. So if I only had $50 to have fun, I had to have $50 to invest in my future. Dang. That's actually a good theory because a lot of people always say, and I'm only going based on like the ones that haven't invested or are scared to invest, that I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how I'm going to find the money to actually invest. Um, but and then I think they see the, um, the Teslas and the Amazon and all that stuff. And they get worried when they see like a $1,000 or $3,000 stock. But there are stocks that you can get for $50. You remember my rule. <laughs> there are stocks you can get for $50. These even stocks you can get for less than $50. It just depends on what they are. And there's yeah. stable ones, and you can do other things like ETFs, et cetera, that, that help get you a basket of stocks, including yeah. those $3,000 stocks that are included in the basket, and you can buy it for less as part of a basket. Exactly. And so there's, there's always, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. If, you, like, have, no excuses. if you have $50 to have fun, you have $50 to invest in yourself. That is true. And, and it's a yeah. choice that you have to make. Mm, choices are are everything right um how about uh let's see so there's there's a different type of um brokers to get it and then you did mention tfsa are there any other um accounts that people can open up it depends so obviously we're speaking from a canadian perspective i don't know the full we have RSP, which is equivalent to a 401k in the States, I believe. Yes. And that's essentially a retirement account that you can set up for yourself where you get a tax deferral when you contribute. You can set up one of those. Some of us have previous pension plans and you can convert those pension plans into Liras, which is a locked-in retirement account. And yeah, locked-in just hurts already, but it's you can't touch it until you're 55. 55? So okay. 55. You can't touch a lira till you're 55 years old. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And I'm... then you have, it's to protect you from yourself. That's what they say. Because people <laughs> will take that money and go on vacation. Like, yeah, I got money. And then when they retire, they're like, where's my retirement money? You spent it on, on Hawaii. So they, on Hawaii. they do it to protect you. <laughs> yeah. And then you can have, obviously, non-registered accounts, which is that the TFSA has tax advantages. The RSP mm-hmm. has tax advantages. You can have a non-registered account, which is, um, which doesn't have any tax advantages relative to the, the, the natural tax-free environments that are set up for tax deferreds. And then you have another one that is for those that have children. 
Ooh, which is the RESP. Tell. A lot of people don't realize that with their RESP, mm-hmm. they can open up their own account and just start investing. And that, I don't think they're going to charge you fees on that account either because they have caps on how much you can invest. And so if you, it's a, it's a win, win, win in that one because you put in $2,000, the government puts in another $500 and then you can have all that money grow there's, it's a, right? You're making 20% just from putting the money in the account, which is the free 20%. I don't, you know, I would like to start off the year up 20% on January 1st. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then after that, you can have the account grow even more. And so it's a, it's definitely a win-win on, on that. If you choose to invest in the markets with it. Nice. And you know what? A lot of people have been asking me about that too. And I think they're concerned about like, okay, but what if the, what if my child doesn't go to school? What do I do? I'm like, get your money back. Okay. Okay. And you get to keep the profit, but you just have to give back the, I believe you you can get your money back. You get to keep the profits, but you would have to give back the grant portion. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's still a win, right? If you can have that money grow, and then at the end of the case, your kid doesn't go to school, you still get the money back, right? You, you might have to pay the taxes on the gains, but that's yes. only a percentage of what you made. It's money that you wouldn't have otherwise had. Okay, okay, good to know. Good. To, okay, so folks yeah. who have children, start investing. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> because you can get the money back if anything. Um. Because I think in the past, people had an issue with the RSPs, right? But I think that was like the... Well, it's tax deferred. You pay taxes on the back end. With the with the RESP, same thing. You pay taxes on the back end. Either the student pays the taxes or the parent pays the taxes. Whoever withdraws the excess pays the taxes. So if the student takes it out, the student pays the taxes. If the parent takes out the profits, then the parent pays the taxes. They have to pay them taxes. The tax man always gets you. One of those certainties (laughs) in life. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Even when you're dead, they try and collect. Trust me. Um, So we have the TFSA, the RRSPs for registered accounts, the RASPs for kiddos, and then we also have non-registered accounts which is, isn't it uh, a cash account or margin account? It is for the non-registered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do cash or margin. Okay, so then... If let's you're going to just... do options, you're definitely going to need a margin account. <laughs> but it's not where you start as a beginner. As a beginner, you open up a cash account and you just start buying stocks. Or, Correct. You just go from there. Yes, so let's not fly before we crawl. <laughs> Let's not fly before we crawl. Um, also, um, with a non-registered account, whatever gains you make, you're gonna get taxed. So, I, I think a lot. Only of if people, you sell. Only if you only sell. Only if yeah. you sell. Only okay. If you only sell. if you sell. Don't worry. We don't have to worry about the non-realized gains. <laughs> Just that billionaire's tax that they are proposing in the states. Oh, man. But I hear it could be here, too. Well, I'll worry about that when I get there. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, I'm sure the billionaires can take care of themselves. They don't need us to be worrying for them. (laughs) 
<laughs> so basically, um, no, let's stay with the basics. Let's stay with the basics because I'll explain that later. Um, how about what would be the right like first investment? The first investment. Actually, before the first investment, I think we missed a couple of banks. So we'll, oh, we'll get back which to one, that in a second. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. We got yes. Quest Trade, which we haven't talked about. I think he used Quest Trade. You should probably I talk do. to them about that. Yes. And so. then there's Interactive Brokers, which is another one that's more international yes. and is a publicly traded company as well. So most people probably have heard of it in some way. But how is Quest Trade? I honestly, I like Quest Trade because I was, when I was introduced about it, I was looking at TD. Me and TD don't have good history. <laughs> so I was like, I need to find another way. So I heard about Questrade and $4.95 per transaction to me is not bad. And then also their ETFs are as little as like zero. Unless you're getting like a large amount, then they charge you like, I think last time I was charged about $4.95 or less based on the amount of ETS that I got. But normally it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's usually free. Um what else? I like their app. It's very easy. I'm I can understand it very well. And I know even though I'm like a do-it-yourself type of lady, I should be looking at their education center and just learning a little bit more but i actually just go on youtube to learn like more stuff so um i like it i like it so far and i have no complaints because like i i can still get real time with it i don't have to pay extra the time when they were um charging that 25 dollars for inactive fee i, I was pissed <laughs> But then I realized that I haven't been utilizing it as I should. So I was like, you know what? Let me actually get more involved with the stock market and, and see where it could take me. And so far, so good. <laughs> it's just, I had a mindset of, and it's, I shake my head all the time. Like I used to say, no, I'm Canadian. I'm going to get Canadian stocks. What was I thinking? <laughs> I accidentally got AMD because I was looking at like a, a practice account before and I was like, ooh, it's gone up. Let me get this. And that skyrocketed. And I'm just shocked and appalled that I had that theory in my head. So I had to reprogram my mind to say, okay, let's get American stocks because that's where the money is. I, I don't like the exchange rate, obviously, but it's making money. I can't yep. complain about that. But there are some Canadian stocks that I that I found that are really good as well. You just have to do the right research and all that. The US stuff. is just such a bigger market, so there's more opportunities out there. But there yeah. are definitely some Canadian gems out there. Mm-hmm. And then those dividends. Ooh, I love them dividends. <laughs> and then I think this is what happened. I had a dividend that was American and then all of a sudden I realized that they were taking out like 15% of my dividend yeah and I was like hmm 
you know what? I don't care. I'm okay with like the small um, amount now, but most likely when I continue to build it, I'm going to transfer it like to my RSPs because it only makes sense. Right. Um, And I think that's what was one of the things you said, like if it's an American stock, you should try to put in your RSPs so you don't have to worry about that withholding taxes. So I, I like quest trade. Um, It's simple. And I was able to do options. (laughs) Once I found out I could do options, I was like, why would I go to anywhere else until you introduce me to interactive brokers? <laughs> yeah, interactive brokers is is probably the the cheapest game in town when you factor in volume. If you're a very low volume person, i.e. you're not doing like even a trade a month or so, mm. two trades a month, then you could probably stay with QuestTrade or any other brokers that charges you five or ten bucks. But once you get into anything volume wise mm-hmm. then interactive brokers is the cheapest that i've seen in the business like where you're paying a dollar for a transaction you're paying 50 cents for a transaction yeah you really get that but they do have the downside to that is they do have um everything is a la carte and so if you want access to pricing you have to pay for it if you want access to pricing in the u.s you want access to pricing in futures you want access to pricing in Canadian stocks you have to pay for whatever you want access to. It's not a large amount, but it does add up if you want exposure to a bunch of markets. But I think that you can yeah. get, I think you can get full exposure to North America for about maybe 20 bucks a month, 20 or 30 yeah. bucks a month. Then you think about features, options, Canadian equities, mm-hmm. uh, full pricing across North America is probably get you to about $20 a month. Okay, so with that, um so and then they person, waive it if you spend it in commission exactly well, <laughs> so like a person so i'm 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 called barata <laughs> el chipo <laughs> <laughs> so ideally that bothered me at first but then the gains i've been accumulating i'm like does it really bother me to pay $20, but most likely it's waived. So it's a it's win- waived and you won't get access to futures and other markets without it. Exactly. Right? You so, can't get access to that on Quest Trade and other places. Yeah. So that's that's just one thing. Like I was okay with getting um I was okay with using interactive brokers as well because I'm, I'm trying to build my knowledge of the stock market and options and futures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, but today we're on the basics. Yes, basics. Today basics. we're on oh, the sorry, basics. Sorry, guys. Basics. We're on the basics. basics today. We're on the basics. <laughs> so, but when it comes to even the um, stocks, it's, 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 it's freaking cheap. <laughs> it's, it it's pretty cheap. It's like less than a dollar. So I, I, I do. No excuses. Buy your first investment. No excuses. See? Buy no some excuses. anything. Anything. Well, not anything. Well, what was your first? Anything. Yes. What was your first investment, though? My first investment was so when I when I got out of school mm-hmm. a long time ago. <laughs> I had this idea 
that alternative energy was gonna be the thing. Mm -hmm. like, That's it, alternative energy. We're getting rid of oil and gas. Well, <laughs> apparently it's still here. But, and if you've gone to the pump lately around here, you'll see that prices have gone up. Like Gone crazy. up. No. <laughs> but I had this idea that alternative, alternative energy. So I went, I found a stock called alternative energy. Yeah. <laughs> and so obviously when you first start, you think that you've just discovered you're the only person to ever discover the stock. I bought it and you know, it was probably about 30 cents at the time. Yeah. Just like that, it was like 10 cents filing for bankruptcy. And it was a lesson well learned. Even though, you know, look, looking at it, it was it was tough to swallow at the time. It was all my money gone, mm -hmm. but it was a good lesson because yeah. after a couple of those, I was like, I got to pay attention to what I'm doing. I got to research. I got to study. I got to I got to make better decisions. So yeah. whatever you buy, it's just fine. Just buy something. True. Now, hopefully, if you want to learn from my mistake, buy something that you know very well mm -hmm. and something that you can invest in that that you think will be a part of the future um, and is already a part of your life that you're using so i bought alternative fuel company that had nothing to do with my life and okay. and it went bankrupt and it will never have anything to do with my life other than losing me <laughs> money but that's what happens sometimes true true i think I can't, okay, so I can't remember my very first um, investment, but I remember for sure AMD and um, there's another one that went terrible. ACB. I thought, ooh, weed's becoming legalized. And I you should wanted to smoke. <laughs> so you got yourself some Aurora cannabis. So I thought it would be genius. So Let's say I bought ACB and AMD at the very same time. Once again, remember, it was a Canadian stock. And I, I, I seen AMD rising <laughs> and I just seen ACB decreasing. And I was like, oh, no, what's happening? And I remember when ACB went down all the way to a dollar. And I cringed and I cringed and people were like, just keep at it. It's okay. They're gonna go up. They're gonna go up. I was like, I should have done my research more. Why did I decide to get into this thing? And then one night or one day I woke up and it was $10 again. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, it's a miracle. It's gone back up. Yes. So I went to my portfolio but I still saw it in red. And I was like, what, what is happening? I, I realized it was a reverse stock split. And that was the day when I realized I hate anything <laughs> that has to do with reverse stock split. And I got rid of it. And the reason why is because with, because um, there's two different ones. There's stock split and reverse stock split. Re stock split, is when something is too high and they want to help um, you know, us, us regular folks <laughs> to get into the game and they split it and make it go down 
to a, a reasonable price so you're able to jump in. And you know what? It's genius. Tesla did it, did it last year and that thing has like doubled or quadrupled since, right? But with a reverse stock split, it's the quite opposite. I think what um, the company is not doing that strong. So they have to like revert, like get, in a sense, get rid of stocks or um, combine them to increase the stock price. So it looks attractive enough for people to buy. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> The reverse stock split, yes. The other part of the reverse stock split is that most exchanges have minimum prices that your stocks have to be in order for you to be on the exchange. Mm. So they're doing a reverse stock split to bring their price back up to $10 so they don't get kicked off for being at $1. Okay. And what oh, that geez. means is that it sends a signal. It's saying, okay, your earnings, et cetera, probably aren't going to be that good. So you're going to do the reverse stock split because you don't think you're going to actually be making the money that will drive the stock price up. And so it normally becomes a negative signal to drive the price down. So that's why I don't like when I whenever I hear reverse stock split. So I get I get um, notifications from the companies that I'm with. And I, once I see reverse stock split in the works, I get rid of it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't have it in my life. But then question and because I know a lot of people are, are interested in it because a lot of people like stocks that are affordable let's say affordable <laughs> aka cheap <laughs> that oh, is like cheap and affordable are two different things <laughs> okay so cheap I'll say cheap so it's like a dollar or so so why so wouldn't that be considered a penny stock yeah, I, I typically classify anything under five dollars as a penny stock. Mm, I know and, how people love them. <laughs> and normally are normally they're they're pennies for a reason. Every now and then there are gems that do come out of that. Yes. And, and you can play that market. And there's nothing wrong with it. I've done it. I do it every now and then if I see a small company that that it, that looks promising. I actually bought one last year that ended up getting bought out. So I got lucky with one. But it's <laughs> It's, it's part of the, the process, but you, you want to be careful because mm -hmm. when you're investing in that space, it's significantly more risk in terms of um, the likelihood of, of the company going in the other direction, which is down yeah. and down and down with no sign of recovery. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a, lot of, a lot of pump and dump happens in that space because those stocks can be manipulated, right? You go on a chat group. You're saying, oh, buy this stock, buy, 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 buy. And you're, you're looking at the price go from $1 to $3 to $4. You're like, oh, let me buy it at four. And then everybody's getting out at that time. And then you're stuck holding the bag. Yeah. You don't want to be holding the bag. That's one bag you don't want to hold. <laughs> so if, you, if your heart is not up for it, then what you want to do is you want to buy a safer first investment. Buy an ETF. Buy, yes. uh, buy a stock of a company that you know or you enjoy that is not going to be whips snowing up and down yeah so i think yeah i i'm glad you mentioned that because i think and for anyone that like says they have no time they just don't understand it i always say just start with the s p 500 <laughs> yeah. 
Index, buy an index. You want yeah. exposure to the market, just buy the market itself. Exactly. And then you just leave it and let it sit there for a few years and you'll be fine. Because I'll tell you this, and I, I had a little rant the other day and I was mm-hmm. like, it just makes sense. Like there's an S&P 500 index or ETF that costs $53 or 54 right now, uh, American. It's okay. <laughs> um, per share. And for the week that just passed, it's up 1%, 1.28. In the month, it's been up 5.7%. Six months, it's been up 9.36%. And up to date, up to the year, this year alone, it's gone up 22.82%. Yeah, which, which is the same as the S&P. Yes, yes. So which bank do you know (laughs) gives you that? You know my saying. Bank of Camille. (laughs) So like, it's like no brainer. Like start, there's no excuses. Just at least go with the S&P 500 because it has the one, the, the things that we all love and want to hold. They have, um, trying to find the holdings. They have Apple, they have Microsoft, they have Amazon, Facebook, Google, and that's just to name a few. Like it, it literally has 500 shares in one, right? So, and all of the major companies that are at the forefront of what's happening, they are going to exactly. be part of that. And what is it? Is it the saying that if those companies aren't up to par anymore they dash them away and bring someone else yeah the beauty of buying the index or indexing is that mm-hmm. those funds have criteria yes and they rotate out the ones that no longer meet the criteria or are strong performing companies or represent the industry and they bring mm-hmm. new companies if you think about it there are, it's always been 500 companies maybe 499 or 501 but it's always been relatively depending on stocks and things that happen or acquisitions, et cetera. But for the most part, you have 500 companies and a lot of the companies that are in that index are companies that have only been around since maybe 2000, last 20 years, right? Yeah. Uh, because what happens is, is that they, it's, it's like a self, it's a, it's a self rotation. They, they rotate in and out of industries and companies for you by nature of buying the index. So it saves you a lot of time from having to figure it out because they always pick the bellwethers that are expected to be a part of the future. And, and that's kind of one of the things that people don't realize is that the market is rising. When we talk about the market rising or the S&P rising, yeah. over those years, if you go back 20 years, there's a lot of companies that have been kicked out and they've replaced them with companies that, are gonna be, that they think are going to be a part of the future and meet certain criteria, right? And so Facebook is in there, Amazon's in there. Um, if you go back to the to the 90s, these companies didn't exist, yeah, right? or weren't available. And I think so it's a self it's a self correcting or a self adjusting portfolio when you buy the index. Nice, and there's dividends. <laughs> yeah, whatever companies in the index pay a dividend, they pass that dividend on to you. Yeah, so um, that's a good one. I I thought so. That's kind of like active or passive. That's investing. passive. You buy the index. Let's suppose you have a thousand dollars right now, mm-hmm. and and you open up your account today, 
because yeah. we gave you all the brokers you can choose from. You just got to pick one. And then you take your thousand dollars and you buy the S, you know, the S and P, the SPY. Whether you buy the SPY or you buy uh, the one that you mentioned, they're all kind of tracking the same thing. They buy the same stock, but they have a slightly different price. Yeah. Then you just leave it there, right? And when you get it, when you get more money, you add to it. And then you look back five, 10 years later, on average, you might have a down year this year or next year or so. Well, not this year. I don't think we're going to go back to zero. This won't be a down, oh, down year. Knock on wood. That would be a disastrous year end if we ever ended up at zero this year. But if you, you know, you fast forward five, 10 years, yeah. and the market has, has shown to go up even with corrections, you know, there's, there's not that many five to 10 year periods in which there hasn't been. Uh, some awesome. type of growth in the market. There has nice. been a lost decade, but we won't get into that right now. True, true. There's, it's it's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Sometimes it's gonna go up. Sometimes it's gonna go down. It's just, um, are you able to stomach the, the downfall? Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, yes. Uh, getting getting a handle. Mm -hmm. on your emotions is a huge part of investing in the market and the sooner as Camille puts her head down um <laughs> the sooner and it it doesn't matter who you are right you're a human being you're going to have emotions and the idea is not oh pretend like you don't have them it doesn't <laughs> work like that <laughs> when, you're, when you're there and you and your heart is beating yeah. you're not saying I don't have, well, my heart's not beating. You're, yeah, your heart's beating. <laughs> you you accept it, and but you recognize it and you're aware of it. Mm -hmm. and, and you combat that with taking a rational approach to looking at things and evaluating things, knowing that you're not in the best emotional state. But on a passive side, you buy the S&P. Yeah. And if you have a long-term horizon, 10 years plus, then you just kind of weather the storm and you keep it going. So um, that's a good one, because I think what is some issues for folks is they're thinking short term and they're thinking this is going to pay my bills and stuff, which it can, but long. It's just it's, it's, it's this constant desire for immediate gratification mm, and yes. people <laughs> struggle in this day and age with delayed gratification think about it we're in a day and age of social media something happens you find out right away right yeah if if you don't if, if there's drama going down and you can't find out people are stressed that they can't find out that the drama is going on you put up a post on instagram mm. and you you put down your phone you pick it up three seconds later you're like no one liked my post yet they want to <laughs> like right away like they're like how come i don't have any i put the post up and no one's liking my post right or you post on Facebook, or you, you right? People want everything right away, but big money is made by delayed gratification. Yeah. Right? Um, small money is always looking for for quick gains, right? You can make fifty dollars here, a hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars there. Yeah. But you you buy a stock, you hold it for an extended period of time. That's a good company. You monitor it, watch it, and and you'll be much further ahead than trying to get in and out of that stock over any period of time. Because it's hard to pick the tops and bottoms. It's easy to, to look at a historical chart and say that was the top and that was the bottom. 
yeah. when the bottom's falling out, try buying. And when the bottom's, you know, when you're at the top, you know, try selling. It's, it's... Buy low, sell high. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you're, you're so right. The emotions, emotions. The days I have to just like talk down to myself and like, just, just chill. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot when it comes to the software. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have anybody to talk to, you better talk to yourself because it's a part of the process. And even now and then, you do your research. I do my research. I make an investment. I'm yeah. still a little nervous, right? There, you don't know what you never know what you don't know. Yeah. But you still, it's like I did my research. I did my checks and balances. I'm pretty confident. I know what the I know what I think some of the down downside potential is and I know what the upside potential is and you you get in ah so I guess a great question is where what what's the perfect um places to research for the stock market because I depends, I, on, depends <laughs> on what you have access to so I think mm -hmm. if you're just getting started mm -hmm. then use your platform okay right True. now I, I I think for the platforms that we mentioned, like the banks have research available to you. I think yeah. Western might have some learning stuff available to you. They do. They do. It's the only but then there's also the internet, right? And you have uh, different websites that give you information. Mm -hmm. And I'm being general because the ones that I used to use when I first started, yeah. have, have, they're not that good anymore. Like oh. Yahoo Finance used to be a really great source of and news but now when you go to the at least from a news perspective yeah it's a lot of um a lot of ads i think too many ads but that's that's where the internet is heading right but where the internet is heading is that um ads are going to be know? the person that you see for everything because that's how everybody makes money it's less than the quality of what you're seeing and so what you're what i'm finding mm -hmm. is that in some cases to get good better research I have to pay for it, pay. right? Mm. Uh, but in the beginning, when you're starting, you can do first principles, right? If you're, think about the things you use every day, you know, you got up today, if you've been on Facebook all day today, then maybe you buy Facebook, or should I say mm. Meta? Yeah, maybe you buy Meta. <laughs> um, we're going to we're gonna have to cancel that. Meta. I meta, Meta. Because once meta. you, whoever listens and, to this, like, years from now, because it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, Meta. Yeah. M-E-T-A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're changing their ticker, so it'll be like M-V-R-S. But, you know, you, you're on Facebook all day, so you, and, and you're on Instagram all day, and you're on WhatsApp all day, Well, they're all owned by the same company. You yeah. You want to buy that, right? Or True. if you got, you know, True. you're into... TikTok. Snapchat. TikTok, yeah, TikTok is owned by, I think, Tencent, which is like a Chinese company. Mm. Um, so I think you can buy them, too. But whatever yeah. you're enjoying, you know, or the, or the way that I used to do it when I was, after I took a few lumps, I learned a conservative way of investing too. So it's not always about high risk, right? Okay. But I had a, I had a gas bill and the company and the gas bill company was a publicly traded company. Yeah. So I bought the publicly traded company, it mm -hmm. was Enbridge. So I bought Enbridge and I used the dividend that I got from Enbridge to pay my gas bill, mm. right? True. And then I also had the stock appreciation. And so there are conservative ways. Now, Enbridge is not going to double and triple 
next week or anything like that. It's a conservative yeah. stock. And, and so you balance out your portfolio. But in the beginning, buy something, anything that you're familiar with that you know how to watch and monitor and and just go from there. Actually, that that is true because I... <laughs> Once I got my new laptop or like, yeah, actually my computer and my laptop all have AMD. So I was like searching. I was like, I don't want Intel. I don't have their stuff. I want AMD. So I started like going with that uh, theory as well. <laughs> yeah, look at the people that buy Google. You know, everybody that owns Google sucks. When they do a Google search, they always click on the ad one, you know, <laughs> right? You always click on the ad. You click on the paid ad because, you know, you're putting money in your pocket. Exactly. It's a, a self-fulfilling process, right? Where yeah. all the stock owners are going to be like, like, I just did a Google search here. You know, I yeah. click on this one, this one, this one. There's about 10 ads here I can click on to make Google more money. Dang. So, um. So basically, folks, ladies and gentlemen, um, when it comes to what you, um, you're purchasing, as with when it comes to groceries, when it comes to gas, when it comes to anything in life, clothes as well, um, look at those type of things to research as well. Yeah, if, you have that it, Apple. If, you're, <laughs> if you're spending money somewhere, think about if that's a place that can actually make you money in the market. Sure. Especially if they have dividends. Whew. Yeah. That makes that even makes it more sweet. <laughs> yeah. Right? So um, and that's another so dividends is a passive um, investing. Is there any active type of investing? Well, when you think about active, active investing is really about just always on being there. involved, always on there, <laughs> monitoring you know, frequently, whether it's daily, weekly, you know, you're, you're placing trades intraday or swing trading, that's active. And yeah. that requires a completely different skill set because let's face it, uh, nothing changed between yesterday and today, most of the time for most companies, right? Or nothing yeah. that you can actually observe that something changed. So mm -hmm. a lot, of, that's a completely different mindset around being active. That's the extreme of active. The other part of it is, hey, I want to do long-term investing, yeah. but I want to pick the companies myself, right? Rather than doing an index, I actually want to learn the ins and outs of picking a company. Mm -hmm. uh, rather than buying an index, I'm going to buy, I want to buy Facebook myself instead of buying the SPY that has Facebook. I want to buy Amazon or I want to buy whatever it is, Roblox or Unity Software, whatever the, you know, whatever company people are interested in nowadays, I want to buy Apple myself, right? Yeah. Um, that, if you want to be active and research the companies and buy them, you can still be active and do that as well too on a long-term yeah. basis and build your portfolio out like that as well. And and with picking like certain stocks by yourself, you obviously have to do the research when we were talking about before. And you said you liked Yahoo Finance. I like them too. And that 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 app has been taking up a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> I use Yahoo Finance. It has a it still has a lot of good tools. Yeah. But the news feed is not that great anymore. But the the portfolio tracking monitoring, it mm -hmm. gives you the earnings announcements, it gives you where you are, your stocks. You can actually plug in like your mock portfolio.
portfolio in there so it can monitor it for you. There's yeah. a lot of great tools on there that, that I use right now as well. And then there's um, another one I use is TradingView. Like that's- Yes, the charting. Yes. So I've been learning how to do, like to read the charts. Um, because I do like a swing trade. Uh, <laughs> but it also gives you like technicals. So you kind of know like, okay, should I buy this? Should I not? Why should I? And then you just look at the history and it's a great um, tool to use when knowing like even when to buy like a certain stock. Because like, what happens a lot is people buy it at the highest because they panic and they're like, oh, I got to get it because it's going up. But FOMO. then, yes, FOMO. Mm -hmm. And then it drops and you're like, but if it's a great stock or a stable stock, it will go back up. It's just, you want to try to see like the history of it, right? Seeing like, okay, is it going to pull back? most times it does i want to get it when it pulls back and then it will ride back up and then i'll just be like ah, that was amazing <laughs> yeah. and then long term right um so trading view yahoo finance i i sometimes use google finance i mean yeah google finance is useful too especially when you put in names and companies the tickers tend to come right up and they give you information right away so yeah. it's, Google Finance is useful as well. I don't find it as good as Yahoo Finance, mm. but it does give you the it does give you the basic when you first pull up a company. True. And then what's another one? Or you? I know you. Your TV's on and just listening to the to what's happening in the stocks. That's that's a that's a different level. <laughs> I will. I don't have it on all the time, but sometimes most sometimes I do. Like if I'm being um, active or, or I can. I'm, doing some quiet work and I can listen to the background, I'll listen to it, for sure. It kind of gives you a sense of, it helps give me a sense of sentiment where the market is, where the energy is, that type of thing, and what's going on and what's current. And, but the market moves in waves. And so most of my research, it tends to be, when I think about it from a long-term perspective, yeah. most of my research tends to be about the future. And so I don't let it, what's happening on the TV distract me too much because I know that it, it comes and goes, you know, and uh -huh. anything, TV gets paid to hype things up. And so yes. what you're going to get is the current hype. And then when the hype fades, they're on to the next thing, right? Uh -huh. and so when I think about it from a long-term perspective, it's more of, okay, this is a company that I think is going to be a part of the future, you know, this year, next year, the year after that, and just uh -huh. buy it and, and let it ride out and monitor my thesis to see if yes. I was right. Hmm. Okay. So we got that. So we, the TV, the, um, the Yahoo Finance, Google Finance, and also TradingView as well. And then also books, article, articles, books. Um, those There's are There's lots of them books. out there. No <laughs> shortage of information. Yes. Free they information, always, paid information. There's a ton of it. They hide all the information in books or audiobooks. So if you want to know it's the only called secrets. hiding if you don't read. <laughs> <laughs> so
So there's there's so many ways and YouTube. Like I kill YouTube. Like I, I the way I love YouTube, <laughs> the way I love YouTube and just learning. Um, I mean, I should get Google. Huh? <laughs> That's maybe. a new one. But yeah, if you're using YouTube that much and Google, then wait for a dip. And, yeah. And get in. <laughs> You got a a YouTube channel going on here, so you and and you want them to be paying you monies and advertising. (laughs) And also, I I actually want us to do like a cool type of thing since this is gonna be monthly. (laughs) How about we show monthly? I'm just finding out about this now. (laughs) 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 you didn't say anything about monthly (laughs) stop this i'm only kidding i did get a heads up i think i think this is your idea actually to actually show them like a practice account to be able to get a feel of how to do um the stock market and i we'll we'll start an account from scratch yeah buying stocks we'll start with uh, we'll figure out what some of these portfolios have or what we can start with and then we just start from scratch and and get going exactly so anyone that's go build a portfolio everybody else can build a portfolio as well and we can learn from it see what mistakes we made Mm -hmm. see what we did right yeah and and then see the benefits of of putting your money to work Okay, so let me share. So anyone that's listening, if you want to follow what's happening, like if you're a visual learner, you got to have to come on the YouTube. (laughs) There, simple as that. So give me a second, because you know, when it comes to Zoom and me, (laughs) things be happening. But I know there it is. Well, you can set it up and then we can come back with it, right? Yeah, so there it is. I have it open. So boom. I hope. Yes, you can see it. <laughs> oh yeah, we can see it. Okay, so it's going to be a margin account, but let's just pretend it's like a cash um, account. Yeah. Well, we're gonna see if we can get these numbers adjusted because right now it's saying. You're starting with a million dollars. A little bit. I know there might be some millionaire listeners on here. Absolutely. But for those that aren't and are looking to start, I don't think mm-hmm. they're starting with a million. So we'll have to figure out how we can get an account with a balance less that, that's more realistic for some so they can see the power of growing their money. I don't mind having a million dollars, a million dollars. to play with. I don't mind having a million dollars either. Oh man! To be real, though, that is true. That is true. We did so uh, when we did the second um, or the third, technically, with the youth. I decided that instead of giving them a million dollars, we should give them a hundred thousand because it's more realistic, right? And <laughs> did they learn? Did they learn? So, let's see. So here we see the balances. So we have Canadian and we have U.S. So we know that that's a lot. See, we already made money from having the U.S. stock. <laughs> from having U.S. dollars? 
Yeah, so our US well, dollars. You haven't made any money yet. You put in 500,000 US dollars and you put in 500 Canadian. They're just giving you the equivalent in USD. Oh, so this is interesting. And the equivalent in CAD. True. So I have buying power of $1.5 million. And that's because we have. Um, so that's in CAD. Sorry? You have 1.5 5 in Canadian. Correct. And then you have 1.5 in USD. But then you see the maintenance um, access. Mm -hmm. So what's how? Hmm. How? <laughs> how is that possible? That no, it's just telling, telling you how much excess cash you have or how much excess assets you have. And right oh. now you have you haven't used any of it, and so you're at the maximum excess because you haven't bought anything yet. True. Okay, so our buying power is this amount. We'll, yeah, we'll keep but it probably better if we do this with an account that we can set up with with reasonable numbers. So we'll sure. we'll come back to this. Yes, we'll come back to this. But this is how we're going to every month get an idea of something. But before before we uh, take this off, is there any? Um, we just choose you know at least choose two um, stocks that would be interesting. I think which which one do you like? Is it keys still? Keys is still your go-to. <laughs> My go-to. Ah, yeah. It depends. There's a lot of good companies out there. Yeah. But let's. Um, what do I like right now? I do like. I do like the five G space. And oh yes. Keys in that space. Um, and then you have some of the bellwethers that are out there, right? People. Some of them I I own or don't own, but yeah. the you still have the the Fang stocks that are doing well. You still have uh, so there's there's a number of stocks out there that not Fang Ticker because that's a different company. Oh shucks. Which what's the so, name? So you have well you when I say Fang stocks, that's Facebook, Apple, uh, Amazon, church, Apple, church, church. and Google, which you can get by buying an index. And so if you wanted to start with something, like if we're talking about somebody starting. You yeah. can easily just look up the SPY, SPY, which has all of those stocks we talked about it. Right? Mm -hmm. And then you could buy the SPY. My gosh. <laughs> right? Well, you're playing with a million dollars. You can't be shocked about 400. I know, I know. But okay, so how about the one that so, I, let's, let's go with the, so you could get the SPY or you can get the STLV. That's the one I. Yeah, let's find an account with a, you know, you're spending a million dollars, fifty dollars, five hundred dollars, won't make much of a difference. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll go with the spy because spy is more popular. So, as you can see, it's it's going up. But I know this is just a pretend thing. But man, would I be freaking out <laughs> it's right Saturday now? It's still going up. Yeah, I know. Right? Oh, it's going down, down, down. So. For anyone that is watching, we'll just do, this is just gonna be a little practice. And then we're just gonna buy. So there's quantity, you wanna do 100? Yeah, 100 shares, just take the default. Okay. Whenever you're on a brokerage account, there's normally a very a buy button very close to the, to the stock ticker. You just hit the buy button. Then and you choose the quantity. Just mm -hmm. keep your 100 shares, that's there. 
that's a standard lot, then your order type. You always wanna place a limit order and then you can put in your market price that's in there that you wanna, that you max you wanna pay. Even if you choose bidder ask, it's fine, but you wanna make sure that you set your limit. So in this case, since you wanna get filled, say 458, go mid or 458, yeah, that's fine. And then duration for the day, and then it's going in your margin account, no problem. Mm -hmm. and then you buy. So then you see this, it will tell you how much <laughs> you've bought, which is 45, um, 4589 US. $45,000 US, yeah. And look at that, no commission. Yes. <laughs> for this yes. one, for this one. <laughs> no commissions in a play account. That's right. right. Okay. So. And you submit. Now this is the weekend. So this, I don't know if they'll fill it right away or you'll wait until Monday. That's as, that's as easy as it is to place a trade in your account. Just nice and easy. And then, uh, okay. And then there you go to orders and then you'll see that it accepted. It hasn't been executed yet, but that's because we are, um, it's on a weekend. So hopefully um, I can show you guys this or in another, um, another account that's more realistic that we we've gotten it filled or I'd have to record it one day and just like during the week and then some way somehow show it to you guys <laughs> you, you just gotta follow you on Instagram to get details exactly <laughs> so this is one way to um, get a stock do you have another one in mind the, the other one that people like a lot is the QQQ. Ah, yes, yes, yes. The QQQ. Which is another index that yeah. tracks more of the tech stocks. See, it's a little cheaper. <laughs> yeah. It's cheap as long as it's going to go up in the future. Exactly. And that's exactly. what's important. Um, ooh. Wait. Um. Wow, there's this level two. See, I think this is new with Quest Trade because I never saw this before. Like, yeah, it's this? a demo account. So they're probably giving you everything all of this. But maybe you can yeah. see it on your regular account too. Yeah, so let's do another 100 limit and buy. So we're only trying to buy because we're not doing short sales. We're just keeping it basic. Keep it basic. Look at that, just like that. In two minutes, you've already bought two stocks. Why? <laughs> There's no excuses for anybody. $50 and two fingers and a mouse, you mm -hmm. can buy a stock just like that. Exactly. And I know a lot of people like to look at like the high, high ones. I'm still looking at Tesla. <laughs> By all means. Oh, before we like wrap up, do you have um let me unshare do you have a type of goal for your portfolio for beginners mm -hmm. i like to keep it inspirational when you're when you're starting out think about how much money do you want to have in the portfolio and buy one right when i when i first started my goal was to have a million dollars in the stock market in like 
and it was like 10 or 15 years out. Okay. It was my goal. And at that point, I was only saving like $50 a, a paycheck. So, mm -hmm. but it was something that I was committed to. Like it was something I thought was possible once I, once I learned it. Even after taking those hits of those companies going bankrupt, I still thought it was possible. <laughs> and so I just, it's start off with a goal that's realistic for you. Yes. That, that motivates you to want to get to. So starting today, I want to make sure that I'm working towards my million dollar portfolio or my $500,000 portfolio or my $100,000 portfolio. And I want to get there by whatever day. And that's as simple as the goal has to be, right? Yes. And then from there, let the learning take over. Find somewhere, look at something, read something, listen yeah. to a podcast, um, you know, do whatever you got to do. Yeah, this one counts too. There you go. And, and just, Should I ask the question that everyone is wondering? What's that? Have what's you that? that goal? Have you what's managed that? to reach that goal? Or are you close to that goal? If I'm close to that goal. I'm happy with where I am. <laughs> I'm happy I might with have to ask alone. <laughs> and I'm I'm happy with where I'm going. Okay. That's good. That's and, good. And and I attribute it to setting that goal. Okay. Right. And That's I have amazing. I have accomplished oh, so much simply by setting that goal and pursuing. Oh, right. what Just the key pursuit of that goal is a big one. Yeah. So the QQQ order yeah. was filled just yeah. now. Okay. So I guess I'm waiting. They're for filling it. on the weekend. That's interesting. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> okay. That's not how the market works, folks. You don't get filled on the weekends like that. Exactly. But Unless um, when you're doing simulation, then yeah, or cryptos and other stuff. We'll get to that. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I was gonna say so. That's. Dang, I don't think I have have set a goal like that. I think um, ideally, you don't mind, hundred <laughs> percent. So um, I do want my swing trades to cover my my expenses, my monthly expenses. So I'm working on that. So I'm building it up and continue to grow it until i'm just like it's time to cash out because people do use this for bills and stuff i just want to you're trading for a living yeah 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 i'm i'm a, I'm a swing trader type of person mm -hmm. i'm i don't mm, never know maybe i'll be like an active investor but at right now i'm doing it part-time while i have my business and all that good stuff and i want to funnel everything and just keep it going and things so i'm, I'm glad you mentioned that goal because now i have to like have them like set that number and then just put it on my computer and just say yeah, I set the number and I shared it with somebody. I shared it with a few people mm, to hold to myself accountable. accountable. Yeah. Right. Woo. yeah. I, I'll give you the number later. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's pressure. Oh, man. Is there anything else? Like, because obviously this, because this is 
so much information to to for today i think it's good i think you know they've probably taken in a lot of information here and mm -hmm. people are probably looking okay how do i get started let's start what do i do yeah. you know just take your time take your time you know go on google look up uh, or bing or what are those other search engines? Yeah, Bing's Bing, one. one. Google, um, Firefox. Yeah, I have Firefox. Go on whatever you, you know, go on whatever search engine you use. Log uh, in. Was it Safari or whatever. Safari, yeah. There you go. That's another one for the Apple users out there. <sighs> and I just look up, look up how to open up your account, get your account open. And if it's already open, then look forward to, to putting that money to work. And exactly. picking a stock, picking an investment, and just learn from it. Mm -hmm. And I think the the best take that I um, got was just start and execute, but also look at the things that you have in your life to to see if that's a way to make money, and also the SP does things the index funds will help those that don't understand it yet and then you can grow and keep going and all that good stuff so you know baby steps it's a marathon <laughs> it's it a is marathon. a little bit of time but you'll, you'll you'll be surprised to see how quickly things start to roll once you get started and you'll and look back and say wow you know, I've, I've gotten this far just by starting yeah, and on the right path. I know there's times when we, all the hype is is in our head. And those hype make you get burned. <laughs> it buns you. <laughs> so it is good to start simple and just go with the basic and just, yeah, and all that good stuff. What? Kurt, I, I appreciate you for coming back. Look at you. I'm Great. glad to be back. Thanks for the invite. The second invite came quicker than the first one. So thank ah! you. <laughs> <laughs> and also to celebrate the, uh, once again, to celebrate a year of, of podcasting. Holy crow. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, who would have thought, right? Um, so I'm glad that you came back for the year, like anniversary. And also... It's going to be a great month coming just for everyone yeah. to learn. And soon you guys will learn like the other ones that we do. But first things first, baby steps. Do not fly before you crawl. Okay. So like, subscribe, share with people because we're actually going to be doing like a practice account. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, looking forward to it. It should be fun. Right? Whoop, whoop. So let me find the song. <laughs> Why I didn't have it ready. <laughs> but yes, folks, thank you for coming out. Um, and what is it? Halloween? Soon? Tomorrow is Halloween. Halloween is tomorrow. Trick or treats. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Whoever wants to give me free candy, by all means, I can't, I can't go knocking on doors asking for candy. Okay. I'm, too I'm already old. working out the candy I've been eating for the past two years of COVID. So don't drop any here. <laughs> I, I I think like what my mom was always like, aren't you going to just stop doing this? I think when I was like 12, I was like, no, look how young I look. I could still get away. 
I think I can still get away, but I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm too grown for it. Too grown. Cha. There you go. But yes, folks, enjoy, enjoy. All right. Yeah. 